Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. What's up, folks? Happy Friday. Welcome in. It is Hardwood Handicappers. You know the deal. Kelly Bidlin is here. We are recording on this Friday. It's a uh, deep Friday slate, which we'll try to get into. It's actually not the sexiest slate of games in the world. When you have Indiana, Boston, San Antonio, Washington, Detroit, Toronto, Houston, Memphis, Charlotte, Dallas, Milwaukee, Utah. Like, there's there's not a lot going on in the day. Um, no. The later schedule's a little bit better, but not by much. Um, we get a big one in the Western Conference later today, or at least it would have been bigger if the Suns could have hung on, but that's not the case. And a massive game later tonight for the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. But we have stuff to get to, and I want to start, Kelly, if we could, with those Oklahoma City Thunder. I was charged with a task yeah. the other day. <clears throat> Ben Fox, our esteemed editor. Um, I'm sorry, I just don't remember everybody's official titles. I had to text VP you. of something, VP of digital stuff. There we go. I think that's officially <laughs> that's on his LinkedIn profile. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that because I think that will be closer than anything else we could guess. <laughs> Man, one of these days, I want to be a VP. My dad's a VP, you know. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, really... just how, how there's so many VPs, and you're always like, well, who's the president of this yeah, who's department? the P? There's, there's never a P of this department. Right. There's just a it's, VP of this department. It's so true. <laughs> like, like Ben, I thought, was like our our exa- like our like main digital guy, but he's like the VP. You're right. And I'm like, well, then wait, who's above Ben in that room? Is, is it Bill? But I thought Bill yeah, was our yeah, yeah, It goes further, yeah. Yeah, but so regardless, um, we love our corporate bosses and uh, overlords, <laughs> as we call them. Right. Um, so Ben texted me the other day because – you know, we um we turned you turned heads the other day. So you, uh, Will Hill, and then subsequently myself, after you guys brought it up to me, uh, bet the Oklahoma City Thunder to win the NBA Finals at five hundred to one. Um, I didn't put a lot. I put twenty bucks on it. You know, twenty to win ten thousand. Oh, me, me too. I think I did twenty five. Wait, yeah. wait. This is a chicken or the egg situation. When you texted me, I needed to figure this out. So you did bet that after I had texted you. Yes. About it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I literally, I was like, "Wow, I don't." JVT might have made this bet like a day before or something nah, without me nah. even knowing about it. Like, okay, now nah, I wanted to. Uh, 
one of the test. I like, so I call them, fr- they're not parlays, but I still call them. I call them friendship parlays. Yeah. So, you know, I like to, like, so for example, the, um, the other day when I was hosting with Jared Smith, we, I convinced him to put in a first to 15 on Michigan state over, uh, you know, a first to 15 in Michigan state against Marquette. So that hit. And before that I had convinced him, Hey, let's do a friendship parlay on this over in Kentucky and Kansas state, which also hit. So, yeah, you know, I like to, fom- I call those FOMO bets. Cause like, yeah. you don't want to be sitting on the desk with you while you hit that bet and you brought it up. Right. And you're like, well, crap. Now I'm sitting here. Oh, see, I look at it from a different perspective. I do it for the sake of content. I think it's better that we're both kind of tracking it right now. What I think would be fun. We should try this on Saturday, even though nothing is going on while we're on the air. <laughs> right. So one of these Saturdays, <laughs> what we should really do is for content sake, head head. we should, yeah, we should bet the opposite of something. Well, we could see. maybe, we could maybe do a first to 10 on the FAU. Uh, oh yeah. Kansas it's a good State one. Game. I want the that. underdog. I want the underdog. Okay. I called it. I called it. Well, that's my owls, bro. Who, who? That's your alma mater for one semester. I took right? one class here. One, cl- one class. No, not even a semester, a class, one class. Well, class is over the course of a semester. Yeah, I don't even know. I think I took it during the summer. Summer semester. I had already started working. It was one okay. of those I legit. I, I think I legit lied on my resume technically about me having graduated when I haven't graduated yet. Nice. See, we yeah. do it all the time. I did that for a while too. <laughs> well, it's funny. I had a I had a journalism professor who like really liked me, and yeah. she was like, she was like, you know, she's. It was it was this is one of the times where I, I guess I, I will feel a little confident. She's like, you know, I see some really big things for you. You know, you're really good at this. She's like, don't stop going to school. Like when you, if you get a job and I'm like, I won't. And I, so <laughs> eventually you know, go back, but yeah, whatever. What are we talking about? Oh, Oklahoma city thunder friendship. Yeah. So I, I like to put these friendship parlays together. So when you and Will were in, I was like, let's do this for friendship. Let's uh, I'm in. And you know, it's not a bad thing. So Ben asked me to write about it. And instead of writing, cause I think the initial thought was, Hey, just write why you bet it. And, you know, just like a basketball analysis thing. Yeah. But I was more curious. I was like, well, I'm like, let's just ask around. Like, let's just see some shops that I can talk to. Let's just like, like lick the finger and test the wind on what it's been like for them from the standpoint of Oklahoma City. And I actually got some interesting responses. Johnny Avello over at, the, uh, over at DraftKings, and he's quoted in my story. He told me, he's like, oh, yeah, you know what? We're fine when it comes to the division. We're fine when it comes to the finals. He's like, but the two that we really get burned on are to make the playoffs and to win the Western Conference. And his quote to me, Kelly, was they, the betters, are betting them to win the Western Conference every day. So I don't know if that's just like five, ten, you know, it's probably like five, ten dollar bets every single day. Yep. But they're piling up liability on them to win the Western Conference. Um, John Murray over at the Westgate Superbook told me that they also had quite a bit of liability. He called it huge liability on the Thunder to win the NBA title. And in fact, just a couple of days ago, I assume this is Will Hill, took a $250 bet on them at 250 to 1 to win the NBA Finals. So their liabilities uh, piling up. And Circa, it was not as uh, narratively driven to what we're talking about here. Circa does have liability on the Oklahoma City Thunder. But it's just from flyers throughout the entire year. You know, people taking long shots and those things sure. build up quick. But I, I thought it was pretty interesting just starting there that you, Will, now myself, not the only ones who had this thought process that hey, let's put a lottery ticket in on the OKC Thunder. Yeah, yeah, no, that that is interesting, and it's kind of, it, as the course of the day. I and, and I got to give more of the credit to Will because he was the one where we're this was this was really Wednesday, the course of the day Wednesday, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, we're we're we had Will on. 
on a numbers game early in the morning. And we were kind of talking just through the Western conference playoff scenarios. We did, we did later on Wednesday. We've done multiple times. Everybody's been doing all season, right? What's going to happen in the West. And it was, Will just kind of pointing out that he thought that the thunder to make the playoffs was a good bet. And we, we, we later on, on hardwood handicappers kind of discussed the same thing, right? Where we kind and of, that came- was one of those two where I went on with Mitch and Paul, I think it was Tuesday and brought that up to them too. The two that I was looking at were them to make the playoffs. And by the way, participate in the West play in, which was plus plus one thirty okay. at the time. And also the, the Mavericks to miss the playoffs uh, was one that I also brought up to them, but continue. So- and then on Wednesday, so Wednesday when we did this podcast, we brought up, we talked about the Thunder, I, and I talked about the Thunder, and we talked about the Timberwolves missing out, right? So it was already, all three of us were clearly, clearly already thinking about it. And then like two hours later, I get a text from Will. He's like, dude, I just bet, I just bet the Thunder to win the West. And I'm sitting on my couch watching games. And I'm like, all right, let me just shop around numbers. Because one of the, for everybody listening to this podcast who's not in Nevada and you get the you get the luxury of having all these other beautiful sports books to work with, 98% of the time, you're going to have better and more options on stuff to bet than what we're, we're dealt with here. Correct. But when it comes to things like futures and some stuff like that, like, I mean, this happens all the time for me at golf JVT where like, there are outrights that are wildly different book to book and I can get way longer odds than I would be able to at a DraftKings or a FanDuel or whatever. But like, that's the same kind of thing when we look at some of these ba- like NBA futures. Right. And that was, I started chopping around. I saw 45 to one at Circa and I saw a 500 to one at MGM here in town. It was like, all right. Um, yeah, I'll throw a few bucks in on this. And well, and I want you to discuss the rest of the article, but I, you know, for me, it's, it, it's not, it's not, do I think they're going to win the West? No, I don't think they're going to win the West, but I don't need them to win the West to make money off that ticket. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and so that was like the final point in the article that I actually made here. So one of the things that I really wanted to focus on when I was writing it, right. So I kind of almost broke it down into like three different ways as the article goes around and the first one is discussing what you and Will, you and Will both brought up similar points, and it's the most obvious point to make, which is the conference around them, the, the mm-hmm. picture of the conference as a whole. And I went through and pointed out for each team, right? You know, in my article, for, for example, Denver, they have slipped to 17th in non-garbage time defensive efficiency. They're going to bring one of the worst transition defenses in the NBA into the postseason. They are 24th yeah. in opponent points added per 100 possessions through transition offense and 28th in transition defensive efficiency off live rebounds. So opponents essentially improve their offensive efficiency per 100 possessions through their transition offense against Denver, and off live rebounds teams are ripping and running and having a lot of success against the Denver Nuggets. I went to Memphis. Memphis, right? Multiple injuries to the front court. Remember, Brandon Clark's done for the season. Yep. Steven Adams might we come back. Know. Right, yeah. we might come back at the start of the regular season, but you have no idea. And... You want to point out something factual, statistical, hard evidence? How about this? The Grizzlies, they're 21st in half-court offensive efficiency. They've not been good in half-court settings at all. They're 24th in both overall three-point shooting and non-corner three-point shooting. So those are some massive weaknesses for them on offense. Do we need to start with the Golden State Warriors? Right? Everybody points to their their road record, which is true. How about Mm this? Do do we, We always focus, Kelly, on the road record. Well, yep. why is the road record so bad? You want to know why? Because they have the third worst non-garbage time road defensive rating in the NBA. The yeah. only two teams that give up more points per 100 possessions in non-garbage time on the road this season than the Golden State Warriors, the Houston Rockets, and the San Antonio Spurs. We're scared of that team? The Sacramento Kings. 
as you point as you pointed out in your thing, right? They might lead Keep the league in non-garbage time offensive efficiency. They're 25th in defensive efficiency. Yep. And and so I think that's where you start, which is okay, if we're starting to make the argument of why is it worth putting a lottery ticket in on the Oklahoma City Thunder, it's to start to it's almost like a lawyer thing, right? Let's start breaking down the other teams first. Let's no, let's right. look no, at all it's their the flaws. it's the it's the yeah, you you're right. It's the prove it to me, prove it to me with, you know, with stats and back it up with something, arguments of why this team doesn't have a chance, right? Like that's the because our argument is for the main part is look around the rest of the Western Conference and which what do these teams don't have question marks? I mean, I think there's a lot of people. I mean, between I mean, I mean, there's a lot of major injury concerns. That one, I mean, we can't leave that part out either. Right. But a lot of major injury concerns with a lot of these teams, and then there's a lot of these teams that it seemingly everybody just expects to flip a switch, right? And they're going to be fine and perfect in the playoffs. And I'm including the the Warriors in that, and I'm including the Suns in that, um, and probably only those two teams, but. Dallas hasn't looked great since Kyrie has come over. Like that's been another issue. I know Luca's bit missed a lot of those games, but still that's another team that's going to suffer defensively when both those guys are on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's the whole argument. I think people can laugh. People can chuckle about uh, the bet and whatever, if they want, that's fine. I don't think, you know, I don't think well, you, I, you, you myself or will are expecting to be sitting here claiming, you know, cashing in the 500 to one, but we think it's got a much better chance than those 500 to one odds dictate. Well, and how about this? Well, because and and that was it's so. This is what my whole point wanted to be, right? So I started with that, but I wanted to make sure we built the case for Oklahoma City, not just looking at the case against all of the teams in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and I in the story I actually used one of your quotes as a jumping off point because you know one of the things that you, we talked about that you sent over to me was how they're allowing the fourth fewest points for 100 possessions since the start of March, and if you bring it back to the start of 2023, the team ranks sixth in the NBA in net rating. So I, I went through some of their numbers. And, and the way I set it up in the, in the story was like, the Thunder actually might be a decent team. How about this? The Oklahoma City Thunder, I don't think people realize this, they are 11th for the season in non-garbage time defensive efficiency. They're only giving up 114.2 points per 100 possessions in non-garbage time. They are nearly a top 10 defense in the NBA for the year, not just since the start of 2023, not just since the start of March, for the year. And also for the year, Kelly, they are second, not like second to last, second in defensive turnover rate. They force turnovers on 16.2% or 16.6% of opponent possessions, right? Which leads to what? An efficient offense off yes. of seals and in Easy the fast bucket. break, which they do very well. And they allow the fourth fewest points per 100 plays in half court settings. So essentially, they are the fourth best half court defense in the NBA. They are the 11th best overall defense in the NBA, and they are the second best defense of forcing turnovers in the NBA. How are those not qualities of a team that could potentially do something in the NBA? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you can, I mean, we'll get to their offense in a minute, but that's, I mean, that is, you're talking about having a quality level defense on all aspects of uh, all aspects of the court, right? Of every Everywhere you need to have good defensive play, I mean, what the one the one that I would guess and I, with I don't have the numbers in front. Well, the one I would guess is look based off of their roster, they're probably going to get beat up inside by you know teams that are bigger bigger than them and have centers that they can kind of go to. Yes, mm-hmm. I would I would assume that's going to be one of their uh, one of their problems once you get into the playoffs. And Nikola Jokic, for example, would go to is going to go to town on a team like that. But what you pointed out both about both about Denver earlier. Um, 
you know, and the Oklahoma City team is, okay, cool, but if as soon as they miss a bucket, Thunder are out and running. Or if they cause a turnover, they're out and running, and right. Jokic can't get his big ass down the court to catch up to that team, right? So it's – I think it's those kind of things. You start there with the defense, and then it's fine. It, I think that's the thing is that people just don't realize. They don't realize how good of a defense this team actually has. Mm-hmm. Because we – because when you go to look at the offense, I think I think by now people know how good SGA is. But I think they look at it as a, this is one guy who's getting all the shots he wants on a crappy team so it doesn't matter. It's an Allen Iverson on crappy team situation. You go out, roll the ball out, and SGA, you take as many shots as you want. And that might be true to a degree. But there's other players on here that just people don't, I don't think they know enough about, you know, they just mm-hmm. don't know enough about it, It's the Jalen Williams, of the world. It's the, it's the Josh Giddies of the world. It's the Lou Dortz of the world that still, I don't think get talked about enough of how good of players they actually are. And, and here's the thing. So to uh, the last couple of points about their defense to your overall point, when we were talking about this team, um, more feathers in their cap, eighth and rim defense opponents are shooting just 64.9% within four feet of the basket against them for a small mm-hmm. team. It's pretty that's good. incredible. That's pretty incredible. Good to rank inside the, it's pretty good to rank inside the top what I just said. That's great. Okay. Yeah, well, and but like, so the weakness is, like you said, are they 28th in defensive rebounding rate? Yeah. Are they going to give up a lot of offensive, you know, offensive rebounds and putbacks? Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, and they have trouble fouling. They they foul a lot. They are 24th in opponent free throw rate, or opponents make 22.6 free throws every 100 field goal attempts. So they're pretty low on that end. It's not a perfect team by any stretch. But there are actually a lot of really like strong points that you can look at and say, they have this. This is really working for them. And to your point, too, and that was the other thing that was kind of like the, the third part of the article that I pointed out was they have something that nobody else has. They have Shea Gilders Alexander. Shea Gilders Alexander is the fourth leading scorer. Shea Gilders Alexander ranks in the 94th percentile at his position in points per shot attempt. So he's not even doing it inefficiently. He's not a volume scorer, he's doing it with efficiency. And then you like to your point too about the other positions. Lugan Stort is an awesome defender. The dude yeah. is huge. He locked down Kawhi Leonard the other night on the final possession and did not let him breathe and get a shot off. He's done it to Luka Doncic at the end of games as well this season, not allowing him to get a shot off. He's going to be able to do that to a lot of people. You look at Jalen Williams, who you talked he's, about. He's a Eight backer out there. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Luka he's a linebacker. Can I say really quick? Last summer league. When I was at when I was at summer league, uh, for those who don't know, like there's a Thomas and Mac underneath the uh, underneath the arena. There's a small door that you have to go through to get out, you know, to the uh, like parking lot for media and everything like that. And it's down in the tunnel. And so I go to I go to get out, Kelly, mm-hmm. and I run smack into Lou Dort. Like I and I'm uh, it, the dude is he's already six four, so he's like three inches right, taller yeah. than me, but he's so he's built like a huge. Tank. He had yeah. to turn at an angle to get through the door. And it's not like I was in the door. It's just a <laughs> standard width door. But, like, he's a, he is giant. So, like, he's awesome. And he's athletic. He can defend at a really high level. But, like you mentioned, too, Jalen Williams is averaging 19 points, six rebounds, and four assists per game on 55% shooting over his last 20 games. So, so he's coming on strong. And, and like, by the what, way, around 40% from three, too? Like yes, that's... 43%. Yep. And here's the other thing. Josh Giddy ranks in the 100th percentile at his position in assist rate and the 94th percentile, excuse me, 96th percentile in defensive rebounding rate. So yep. they, like, they have all of these really young, talented kids who are on this roster who are not going to quit if they make it into the postseason. Right now, after their loss to the Clippers the other night, they get knocked out into the, the 11th seed right now. 
they're they're all tied up together. So one win's right. going to put them right back in. It's why this game tonight, matter of factly, is very important for them against the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Lakers. They it's a winnable game and they have to win it uh, to get the tiebreaker from LA. But like they, this is a team that like again to your overall point, and this is how I ended the article, right? If you go back you know, sports odds history's database, it goes back to 1972, the 2010-2011 Dallas Mavericks and the 94-95 Houston Rockets. Both were 18 to 1. They were the longest odds prior to the first round of teams who won the NBA Finals. Okay. okay. So it, the point is, is that the NBA, you don't really get Cinderella runs. You don't get these big underdogs like in the Super Bowl, or excuse me, in the NFL. You don't get like the Ravens or Giants who go on the road for every single game, get hot out of nowhere, rip off four wins, and all of a sudden they win the Super Bowl. You're not going to get that. However, as I point out in my article, last year the Celtics at one point were 80 to 1 to win the NBA Finals, had mm-hmm. a lead in that series. The Atlanta Hawks in 2020-2021 were 65-1 to to win the Eastern Conference Finals, and they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep, I had a big ticket there. Yep, big ticket on this one, too. Yep, I I had them at, (laughs) I think you and I both, I had them at 80-1 to to win the NBA Finals the year they made it to the Orlando bubble. Like, it's not so much about them winning everything. It's about them having some upward mobility and winning a series or two and finding a way to get something out of this as opposed to expecting to cash this thing. We should also include the Dallas Mavericks run to the Western Conference Finals last year. That yeah. kind of came out of nowhere. They were 14. I had them at 14 to 1 to win the West at one. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it mm-hmm. was, we see this all the time. We just need a little bit of a run in a series or two. And in a West that is wide open, why yep. can you not get a series win or two from the Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, that's it. You broke it down. You just, I mean, we just broke it down. That's That's it. There's, I, I'm sorry. You can argue all you want with me. I I will not sit here today and believe that they can't win one or two series. And if right. you win two series in the in the Western Conference playoffs, then we're making money. Like we're making good money at that point. Yep. So I think, like I said, we're not the only we're not the only ones who thought it, but it's an interesting story, and we'll keep track of this. And I I think they're a fun team. That's the other part. They're a fun young team. They're going to be. A pain in the butt. Wait till they get Chet back next year. Oh, man, this is going to be such a fun team to watch. You kidding me? The length on it. The other one, for for people wondering out there, and I don't don't know if you have a ticket on that. uh, Do you have a ticket on them to make the playoffs? Did you make that bet too? The Thunder. Uh, To participate in the West plan. In the plan. Okay, I remember you talking about that. Okay, so... What I my plan to do, what's funny is I scooped up that number the other night because of the number. Because it was a rogue right? And I had a feeling it would get adjusted. It did. It got adjusted at at MGM. That number went down. Um, I haven't bet anything on them to make the playoffs or to participate in the play-in because what I I did was look at the schedule and I said, you know what? I'm going to wait until after this this, this next Clippers and Lakers game and I'm going to bet them to make the playoffs then because I had a feeling it's probably a split situation at best. So my my number's not going to get worse. So people might think it's a little crazy. Like, yeah, I bet them to win the Western Conference, but I haven't even bet them to make the playoffs yet. It's waiting on just timing of those odds. And that's where right. I'm waiting till after tonight, JVT, when they're on the back-to-back, back-to-back uh, game with Lakers, coming off the game last night against the Clippers. I'll wait till after tonight because I think they are right. They are rightful dogs in this game tonight. I'll wait for after tonight. And even if I'm getting a worse number somehow, I'm gonna bet, I'll bet it tomorrow for them to make the play. All right, so with that, some other news that we want to hit before we get to maybe some of the games. By the way, as we're talking about this, uh, somebody responded to my article. 
Um, and I, because I put in the uh, the tweet, it was something along the lines of like, my money says, why not? Right? Like, yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> somebody was like, yeah, you're $5. Come on. And I responded, I'm like, 20 bucks. Like, yeah, it's not like, <laughs> I'm not putting, of course, I'm not putting $1,000 right, on the Thunder yes. at 501 to win the NBA finals. Like, of course not. Think, like, I know you want to make a smart comment, but think for five I, seconds about exactly. what we're talking about here. There can be nuance to exactly. a topic like this. You know what I mean? That was, I was like, what's funny is that's when even when you texted me about, about writing up something yesterday, I'm like, I, I started it the way I started it for a reason. Where it's like, the bet isn't for the, like, we're not sitting right. here on a mountaintop saying this is the team that's going to the NBA finals from the Western Conference. We're, right. All we're about is making money with what we're doing at this network and on this podcast and a 501 ticket. All you got to do is win a round or two for you to start making money off it. And, and there's still a potential for them to be a six seed. Like having 500 to one on a team win the NBA finals was a six seed in the, like the West, like, okay, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> like it's, it, it just real quick. That's why I'm betting them to make the playoffs in not the, the play in tournament. And I know you made that bet, you know, a little bit while back, but I'm, I'm betting them make the playoffs because I do think there's still a slim chance that they end up as the six seed and they don't even play in the play in tournament. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So other news, uh, we won't spend a lot of time on this. I just thought this was funny. So we get a report the other day that um, LeBron James is maybe on his way to playing the final week of the regular season. This is from ESPN, David McMenamin, Adrian Wojnarowski, LeBron James progressing toward a comeback from his right foot injury, increasing optimism that the Lakers star could return to play a few games in the final week of the regular season. James, who suffered a tendon injury in his right foot, has resumed on-court activity and is on a gradual basketball movement progression. The Lakers announced on Thursday. LeBron James has since pushed back on this report. There wasn't an evaluation today, and there hasn't been any target date for my return. I'm just working around the clock every day to give myself the best chance of coming back at full strength, whatever that is. God bless your sources. I speak for myself. The, 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 Lakers, the, La- the Lakers announced it. Yeah. What are you talking about? And then what I find funny is like Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook, um, Robert Griffin III responded. It was like, yeah, players taking control of their narratives. I'm like, the team announced it. What are we, this is what are we doing? Uh, it's silly. It's silly. I love the like uh I don't know, I love the player tweets to like correct something when it's like don't give me that attitude like you're going to like you're going to start announcing every piece of information from your own Twitter account that applies to you. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's kind of like I feel like there's always that attitude behind it with some of these guys like you know, Roger Aaron Rodgers probably another example right where it's like the you're trying to eliminate the media from, I'm sorry, a business is never going to be eliminated. Like it's right. just Draymond Green, right? That's his big thing, right? That's his big thing too, is he's going to have the players doing all the media stuff. It's like, yeah, it's not, that's not how this works. It's never going to work. That oh, way. Like, I'm sorry, but it's never going to work that way. <laughs> like, don't get me started on Draymond and his, remember his weird like faux documentary about socking Jordan Poole in the face and like yep. how all of a sudden, like he was the victim. I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is yeah, this is some stuff. bizarre crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inside the mind of a megalomaniac. Like, yes. Right. So the, um, what's it called? So that's it. Like, that's all that was worth pointing out. We'll, we'll see. The Lakers, um, right now, as we record this on Friday, they are in control of the nine seed. But as we talked about with OKC, to kind of bring everything a little full circle, uh, both of them and OKC are 36 and 37 and have split the season series so far. So a win today for Oklahoma City uh, would give them the tiebreaker 
or anybody, okay. any win. Like so, the Lakers would give them a tiebreaker, the Thunder would give them a tiebreaker. So this kind of rolls off of what we've been discussing with the Thunder. But look, if you're, you know, someone out there that's listening to this, like if you have the same kind of conviction in a team like the Lakers or a Pelicans, even mm-hmm. that we kind of do with the Thunder. You can make the same kind of bets. You're not, you know, you're not going to get this, the same odds. They're going to be a little shorter, but it still goes to our overall point about the Thunder. Is just look for a team that has some kind of upward trajectory, right? And I think that you can make that case for the Lakers. LeBron is going to come back at some point before the playoffs. I think you can make that argument. And you know, I don't, I don't want to say it too loud, JVT, because I don't want to get, I'm not getting back on this train right after after I just hopped off of it. But even the Pelicans are starting to uh-huh. string together some wins here recently, right? So, like, you know, I've kind of jumped off that train. But if someone at home right now is like, uh-huh. "Whoa, I'd rather do the Pelicans over the Thunder," like, okay, like whatever. I, I, I at least think there's some upward mobility there that you can make an argument for. And relax on the Pelicans. Congrats on your wins over the Hornets, Spurs, and Rockets. <laughs> And Trailblazers. You get there. JT get there on it. Well, I mean, who knows? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I, told, I told you, man, I'm, I'm off that train now, too. I don't, I don't, it always belonged. It was always with the belief that Zion was going to come back. And I don't know when, I don't know when the hell that's ever going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. So with that, we move on. Let's, uh, let's see where are we at right now, time wise. Let's take a quick break. Uh, on the other side, there's a couple more things we should hit on. First of which is just very quickly. The most annoying team in the NBA has started to string together some success and is holding on to a playoff seed out of nowhere. And uh, then we can get to the Friday slate of games as well before and before that. Big injury news in Philadelphia that we should probably hit on as well. That's coming up next here on Harvard Handicappers. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties. And they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, Kelly. The most annoying team in the NBA, Miami Heat. Your guys, what do you think, huh? Sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. They've won seven out of ten games. Are we at the point? Do the Cleveland Cavaliers, do any of these teams want to see the Miami Heat in the postseason? Michael Lombardi the other day told me when we were uh, when he was doing a hit with them, he told me that he that the Heat would beat the 76ers in a playoff series. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that one, Michael. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. Uh hey, look, I mean, I think you and I are always gonna be uh on the side, you know, and I'm not, no, I'm not, well, I won't speak for you. I won't speak for you, JVT. You, you, you can speak for yourself. I will always be on the side of yes, the Miami Heat are one of, one of, if not the best run organizations in the NBA. They have one of the best front office down to head coach systems in place. I love Eric Spolstra. Flat out, I just think they, I, I think they lack the talent to compete in the Eastern Conference. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that, and especially on the offensive side of the ball. The defense, the defense, I don't really doubt. I, I, I don't doubt that they could be, they are an Eastern Conference champion level defense. I, for the past two years, I think you, or three years even, I mean, it's the, the at least the bubble, the bubble season was the, you had the bright side of what could this, de- this team maybe be offensively. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen it over the past couple of years, and I think we've seen the ceiling of where it can get to and that ceiling doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare me if I'm if I'm the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, or even the Cavs. I'm not I'm not scared. Yeah, I don't think so either. Now they are a team that will drag you down to their level and and make you play their s. I don't want to curse because I don't want to make Stephen come back and edit this, but they're <laughs> they're crappy basketball. Um, I I will say this: you and I were discussing. I, I think more so they're one and a half games back from Cleveland. And they do have to surpass the New York Knicks. They have one game left with New York. And if they can force a split in the four games they played, I believe the tiebreaker would then go to divisional winner. And the Knicks are not going to win their division. The Heat will, though. And so if they end up with the same record, Miami and New York would then flip. And you can get Miami in the five seed. I'm not sure Cleveland wants to see Miami. I'm also like, I've just had kind of some doubts about Cleveland throughout this entire year. Um, and I, I think that That's Miami would be, would we, Miami would be able to defend them actually at a pretty high level. Like if I would disagree with with Michael as somebody who really believes in the 76ers, I would disagree with him in the sentiment that the 76ers would lose to them. But if you're saying, can the heat win a playoff series? I would say yes. And I think their best opportunity would be to move up and play Cleveland. Yeah. You'd rather, um, I mean, look, they definitely, I mean, without a doubt, they stand a better chance against Cleveland than 76ers. I just don't think they win either series, right? It's the, it's all about matchups. Um, I, I think those bigs on Cleveland would be problematic for Miami. Bam's amazing, but you, with the, that's what we've talked about all year. I mean, the combination of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, I think it just, it's, it throws a lot at those guys. Um, do you know, do they have the guys to possibly slow down Donovan Mitchell? Absolutely. I think that's what this defense has made this defense is made to kind of slow down those wing stars and those, those guards who are stars in the NBA. I, it, it's just, it, the one thing that we've seen from Cleveland, the one thing that where I give them credit this year, JVT is that they've had consistently almost all season long, a top 10, top 10 level offense and defense. 
Mm. Right. Like there's not, I, I have concerns about their depth. I think that's where they're going to get burnt uh, when they go to the playoffs, you know, when Donovan Mitchell really does, when he comes off the court, are they really, these guys really going to be able to step up and supply the scoring that's needed to can, you know, to put this team over the edge. No, that's where I have my concerns, but I think they belong. I think there is a top, it's a top four in the Eastern conference to me. And then a drop off after that. I mean, there there's a top two in the Eastern conference and a drop off after that, but there, right. there's another drop after four to me. That's pretty sizable. Yeah. I, well, I think it's more about the matchups. Like you mentioned, I, I think, I think defensively they would be able to match up with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. I think that Jimmy yep. Butler and company would go after Darius Garland, almost every single possession that they possibly can and force him to defend. And I also think that with Cleveland or excuse me, with Miami and the way they play with their bigs, like part of the strength for Cleveland is that they can kind of congest the paint with their two big guys. And Evan Mobley's a pretty decent perimeter defender. Well, Jared Allen's going to be out in the perimeter a lot more with Bam Adebayo because they run right. a lot of stuff out That's there true. with those handoffs and stuff and opens up the floor for other guys. And Kevin Love is now playing power forward for them, right? So that's going to be something that I think helps them space the floor. I just, I think from a matchup standpoint, Cleveland would not want to see Miami. That's, that was my whole point. That the uh, I don't know. I, I it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting if Kevin Love ever becomes a thing in the play. Like if that matchup actually plays out, yeah. like that ends up being a mat a playoff series. Are we all gonna sit here and be like, what the hell is the point of uh, letting Kevin Love go again? Like you just let him yeah. walk to an Eastern Conference foe that you're now playing against, and you're right, you beat him. Would, that would hurt them matchup wise in a series like. Uh, By the way, I never real quick, we do have some breaking news. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but when the uh, Mavericks, what game was it Wednesday night? The Mavericks were playing the, uh, the Warriors, right? Mm. Um, Luka Doncic and his money gesture yeah. toward the refs. He got fined $35,000 for it. So. Unbelievable. So same, if, same fine as, as Fred Van Vliet, I believe. From did did out, you see the up, you see the update on that story, by the way? Well, from yesterday, right? That the guy got demoted. He's, yeah, he got demoted like a minute ago, and like yeah. like the NBA was like yeah. quietly like, oh yeah, he was right, man. This guy. Sucks. So so it's, it's one of the, I, I got to give Gil Alexander some credit because when we were talking about that story, as soon as Fred Van Vliet, you know, the night after he went off on him, and it was was Ben Taylor. Is that the guy's name? I think yeah, that's. I think so. I'll, I'll make sure. I know there's a Taylor in there, but yeah. So he, he was, you know, he was going off on the one official, and the, that official had three of Fred Van Vliet's eight technical fouls this season. The three of them have been called by that guy. And it was, you know, like, Gil kind of read into the fine afterward of, like, okay, because I think it was Steph had, like, 50K for the mouthpiece throwing. And then it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to find, wait, you're going to find Steph 50K for that. And Fred Van Vliet just went on, you know, I don't want to say national time, but went on TV, right, right. and went in front of a podium and ripped, not the officiating, a specific. Well, official like i expected there to be major backlash so when it was only 35k gil kind of read into it like well i think maybe the nba maybe agreed a little bit with fred family's comments and i think that i think it's actually true i think that's what ended up happening yep this, because, this yeah, guy he, was he was probably on a watch list already or something like that yeah ben taylor uh you got the name right ben taylor um the nba has actually demoted him in his assignments so in the last, in the last five games from Tom Haberstro, uh under the DraftKings umbrella, do we dare call Tom a? Uh, we should probably get him on. I uh, I'll yeah. reach out to him. Um, he comes the last on the five network. Games, I know. Yeah, every once in a while I've seen him. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? I I Tom Haberstro and I have exchanged emails in the past, Kelly. Okay, so your BFF. Sorry, bro. I like to think we're tight. 
you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to email him. He's like, who is this? In the last five games, Taylor has only been the crew chief once. He's been the referee two, four times since that game, uh, which is an abnormality with Ben Taylor. If you look at his previous 52 games, Ben Taylor was the crew chief in 41 of those games. Basically, in four out of five games, he was the crew chief. To put it in perspective, Ben Taylor had not been referee two in back-to-back games all season after the Fred Van Bleet thing had happened twice. So he is... Uh, been demoted it's an interesting it's an interesting development but good for Red van vliet for uh for not putting up with that ish because well, at um a, at a certain, right. yeah and at a certain point does fred van vliet not be like so where's some of my money back yeah, right. <laughs> right? Like, you know what i mean like if i was at issues i'd be like you just said you just proved that what i said was right and i know i'm still not allowed to do this that's why the probably the fine was was what it was. But I'd be like, give me some of that money back. Like, mm-hmm. give me twenty k back. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we get out of here, uh, Friday slate. You got anything? I know. Did you put together a, a parlay? Am I allowed to? Oh, mention oh that? my god, the super chalk parlay. Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I threw the bucks in with some college basketball tonight. I do think that there is. Uh, I look this Utah team. I, I you. I think everybody who's been listening to this does knows I'm not very high on. But you're talking about marketing being out again tonight. No Jordan Clarkson, no Rudy Gay. I, it's just another one of those where I'm like, who, who's going to score the basketball, right? I, I, I got stuff. And yes, you got Middleton. Uh, no Middleton, no Crowder tonight for the Bucks. I just don't think it matters. I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, Walker Kessler might be able to slow down Giannis a little bit when he gets to the when he gets to the ru- uh, rim, but. I don't know. Is he really taking? Are they really taking Giannis out of this game? I think Giannis is going to be able to do basically whatever he wants there in Salt Lake tonight. Um, I know a little bit of a look ahead spot, right? Because they do have Denver. Is it Saturday night or yep, Sunday? It's a, it's a Saturday night. Yep. Um, that's the only thing I'd be. I guess that's the only reason why I'm not saying I'm laying eight and a half points or nine points of this game. But I think you're safe to tie that money line in. Um, I'm interested to see what the Sixers Warriors injury report looks like because that could be a great game tonight. But as we record this podcast, we have really no idea. Yeah, Joe Embiid um, and, and James Harden's are the ones. It doesn't sound like Harden's going to play, but Embiid is uh, questionable, more like probable from what I've read. Okay, yeah, and that's kind of that's I'm picking up that vibe as well. Um, the Kings, Kings and Suns. It's another one that's interesting, but I don't. I just I don't really have a betting as far as, far as for a feel for a bet. It would be kings or nothing for me, but man, the kings have been the kings have been a little bit underwhelming here recently. You know, against quality opponents, like I, I yep. think it's we've had question marks about that all year long. long right? It is the I, I've been the guy who's tried to support the kings of hey, give them some credit for what they've done this season. But there's no doubt that it's going to be a concern once they get in the playoffs what their defense is able to do. And against these quality teams, they 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 have looked worse than you know beating up on the on the bad bad teams in the NBA. Yep. No, I think you're right, and uh, it's kind of caught up with them defensively. I will say. So you mentioned this game. This is a, another one of those exercises that I do all the time. Market yesterday really overreacted to the Paul and George injury, right? Like that thing yeah. that the Clippers opened up two that. and a half. Yeah, opened up that. two and yeah. a half, and then it closed four. You could really make the argument four was still a playable number there. So now on the second leg of a back-to-back, we saw an overnight a six and a half here against the Los Angeles Lakers. So again, that's the same number that the Clippers were laying when they had Paul George in the first meeting with the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's down to five and a half. It's already come out. I don't know if he's on the injury report or not as questionable, but it's already come out that Shea Gilders-Alexander plans to play in this game. So I don't think there's any real question about yeah, whether or not he's, he's going to be out there. Yeah, right. No report. No report. So in other words, what I'm saying is, I think the market's swinging wildly back and forth here on OKC. I know that you you thought that maybe you were, I think, was that going to be a bet, the Lakers, or were you thinking about it? 
No, 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 no. I no, it was just it was just for timing purposes for my yes no bet on the on the thunder. Oh, okay. So I, 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 I thought I, mean, the, I think the markets I think the numbers right on that game. So there, therefore, look, I think the Thunder are an underdog, and I'm gonna wait. Uh, then I'm gonna wait a day to put a yes a yes bet in on them to make the playoffs. I think the market's a little high by about like it's it's about a point and a half higher than I made it. So we'll see what sure happens sure that's what yeah if you, I understand what you're saying and if you yeah. yeah taking the points in that game tonight over five points. Um, you know, this is another one where you know what Don Best doesn't have them listed at all, but then I'm I'm at another site and I do see SGA is questionable. Well, so yeah. I don't know. I guess check back in. Well, I just checked the official NBA injury report. No, let's see. And he wasn't on there. Um, not yet submitted. So I'm sure that they have that questionable because it's the second leg of a back to back. Yeah. Dagnall's already said that he's going to play. So oh, okay. okay. Unless there, well, something, yeah. That's... Unless something transpires, which you never know in the NBA over the next couple of hours, they know how important this game is. He's going to play. They want to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. So. Yep. No, All no, right, I don't. No, I, that's the. You you always do a great job of kind of tracking what you know what hey, what were the numbers in this game when they played a week ago and I think comparing that to what that Clippers first game was I think that's a I think that's a good comp um, and yeah the numbers probably a little high uh, I I've got no interest in it tonight but I, yeah I hear you if if anything if it was a bet on that spread yes it would be right. thunder or nothing for me essentially what we're saying here audience is are the Lakers without LeBron James only a point worse than the Clippers with Paul George? Because that's what this number is telling you right now. Because yep. the Clippers were six and a half point favorites with Paul George in that game on was that Tuesday night, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, while they didn't cover, so the market said, and now the market's saying that, oh yeah, you know, only five, five and a half here for the Lakers. <laughs> Not buying it. Um, all right, man, we're I'm up against it, so I got a ski daddle, um, but we are uh, all done. Make sure you hit up slash subscribe. Had a good podcast episode today. And uh, we will check in with you next week on Monday for Harvard Handicappers. And make sure you watch us on Live Bet Saturday tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.